With us today is Steve Cates, otherwise known as Dr. Sky, and he always talks to us every weekend. So when we look up in the sky during the weekend and we try to relax, we, we dream a little bit and find out what the heck is going on. Uh, Steve Cates, how are you this uh, Sunday morning? Good, John. Good to be with you on this Sunday morning, as always. Many things happening in our skies, but I wanted to make a little bit of an alert here on your radio show across the nation. We have a comet called Comet ZTF, and we've talked about this just a little bit in previous episodes. But this particular comet is going to get closer to the Earth sometime around February 2nd, some 26 million miles away. But the truth is, always on your show, this particular comet, you're going to need a pair of binoculars to see. But what's exciting, as the moon now, John, is at a new face, meaning it's not bright. People who are listening across the nation and around the world, if you look into the early morning sky in the north, of course, you'll be able to see the comet. It hasn't been around here in the sun and Earth's vicinity since 50,000 years ago. And, John, they can learn so much more by going to the Dr. Sky Experience blog at WABCRadio.com. I'm going to go out early tomorrow morning and take a look and hope other people do. So these comments are quite fascinating, don't you think? Oh, I, I think they are fascinating, and, and it's amazing that some of them don't come around for a thousand years and, and how they, they just keep going and going and going and where they've been, it's, it's really amazing. Uh, but I'm interested, though, uh, of anything, what else is new? Well, John, I got some really good news here. The mystery of the week has to do with Mars. And here's something that most people don't realize. Why are the sunsets on Mars blue and not red? Well, John, on Earth, the sun's light is scattering the shortest wavelengths of light, violet and blue, via the Earth's atmosphere. That was discovered by Lord Kelvin and Lord Raleigh, I should say, back in 1871. So as we know, when the sun sets, light is scattered, the blue wavelengths disperse, and we see more of the longer wavelengths of yellow and red. But, John, not so much on Mars. Obviously, this is a strange conundrum here. Its atmosphere is mostly made of carbon dioxide and iron-rich dust, which creates a red sky in the day. And at sunset, the dust particles preserve the short blue wavelengths, giving us a blue sunset on the planet Mars. But, John, that's incredible because... If you looked in the sky and don't stare at the sun, we know the size of the sun. But on Mars, the sun, is so because it's so far away, is only two-thirds the size of the size of the sun we see here. But I find it fascinating that if we were to go to Mars, you and I and the listeners, we would see a red sky in day, and we would see a blue sky at sunset. So a totally different dynamic for those first explorers that hopefully go to Mars. Well, maybe sometime in what? Maybe the next 20 years? We hope even sooner. Well, they, they, they've said it could be sooner. Uh, the other problem that Dr. Michalos came up with, that the, yes. travel, the, the, the travel there could kill them with all the uh, cosmic rays. John, that's absolutely right. And, you know, something we should report, Dr. Michalos is always right on this. Cosmic rays are what can penetrate the human body. They're going through us right as we speak right now, but not to worry. We find out that when solar activity is high, there's kind of a bubble around the sun which kind of protects from cosmic rays. So when solar cycles decrease, yes, indeed, cosmic rays permeate more of the universe. But he's right, and this is true. We need to develop spacecraft that have some incredible shielding, almost like body armor for uh, cosmic rays. And unless we can do that, 
not only that, Dr. Mikolas will be able to explain it even better than I could, what happens to the human body in space, we know very briefly that bone deterioration happens. One of the Kelly brothers that went up, I think it was Scott, he came back and his bones were weak and you see these things happening. So we have a lot of preparation to do in order to do these long duration space missions, which obviously are on the table. So there's so many things to report. And John, there's one more thing to mention too, as we call it the live sky. This weekend, if your skies are clear, take a look on Monday evening, right after sunset, look in the Southwest. We're going to see Venus, the brightest planet of all in our sky, the goddess of love and beauty. Saturn as a planet and Venus will be less than a third of a degree in the sky. This is a conjunction and it's something I didn't want the listeners of your show to miss. So take advantage of that as we move deeper into 2023. What other news would you have for us? Anything from Venus? Well, John, I have something. No, they're saying right now that maybe the atmosphere of Venus could be a harboring area for life instead of even on Mars. And we're trying to find out about what the depth of these phosphines, these chemicals, organic compounds, are, are in the Venusian atmosphere. And we're also finding out that a new class of asteroids, John, has been detected. As we all knew from grammar school, most asteroids lie between Mars and Jupiter. But in this particular case, we're finding out that the planet Venus may have its own array of asteroids themselves. So I guess we have to kind of watch out when we see so many hundreds of thousands of these objects. But the planet Venus, John, is one of the planets that gets, it is the closest planet to the Earth when it can happen. It can get within 25 million miles of the Earth, eclipsing Mars's close distance of 35 million miles. And take a look at it, because you'll see it with the naked eye. And why is it so bright? It's bright, John, because it reflects more light than it gets from the sun. The clouds in the Venusian atmosphere are like a mirror. And Venus, the goddess of love and beauty, her planetary symbol is what? She's kind of a narcissist, and she's holding a hand mirror looking at herself. So we all can look at the beauty of Venus as we look into the southwest at sunset on Monday evening. Dr. Steve Cates, thank you so much, uh, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. But thank you for expanding our minds. Thank you, John. Always happy to be on your show, and always remind people to keep their eyes to the skies and check our blog and our podcast, The Dr. Sky Experience, here at WABCRadio.com. Thank you. Thank you so much.